Hello, my name is Jaden Harrington, and we are going to be discussing depression, anxiety, bipolar, etc., etc., all with um, explanations and real-life experiences upon me and a buddy of mine. We'll be starting this soon, and I hope you guys enjoy. Ah, he finally made it. I did. Well, you're going to introduce yourself, or are you just going to sit there and look pretty? <laughs> and you know me. I'm going to sit here and look pretty all I can. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, I introduced myself. Uh, my name is Tyler Bird, and I'm 17 years old. And here with my good friend of mine, Jaden, here. Here to, put, here to put on the show for you guys. <laughs> oh, is it ever going to be a show? <laughs> it's always a show. These guys don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> well, sit back and enjoy the ride, you know? Grab a bag of popcorn, you know, and just, you know, enjoy us two men talking about life, <laughs> life you know? in itself. Jesus, it feels like it just is everyday life at this point. It is. It is, indeed. So why don't we start with asking you... Okay. ...how bad your anxiety is as of today. Well, today went pretty well, you know. Uh, I mean, I had a small moment uh, during class with uh, physics... A small moment, but but and actually, wait, never mind. I take it back. I had two moments. Uh, I had an incident at where you know, before practice, you know, had to get a ride from someone who your ex, yeah, you know, just had moments, but you know, it's really about it. Other, other than that, I've been pretty decent today. How'd you conquer it? You know, kind of just saying, you know, she's happy now. And all I can do is just be happy for her. And, you know, I wasn't too happy in the moment. I'll be, I'll be sure about that. <laughs> but, you know, you just kind of look at it and be like, you know, it didn't work out between us. So all you can do is just support them on, you know, who they become after that, you know? I think as guys, and I think we both, I think we can both agree upon this. Like as guys, I believe we literally we see our ex, right? And we see them with someone else. We get the sense of like, well, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah, you, in jealousy, you know, you get. And if you really love that person, you get jealous. Not really, but you start to wonder like how well they're treating her. You wonder what they're doing are they taking are, is he taking her on dates is he is he treating her well is he being respectful is he kind is he a gentleman you know things like that and that got me thinking sometimes you know like is this man better than me is he providing the necessities and needs that I didn't you know well so, I guess that comes into the next question like do you think that he is I don't know He's some 
wet ass dude with a palm tree on his head, so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think Man, we can both. He's got, he got some shaved sides, got the shaved back, you know, and top of his hair is a palm tree. Like a legit palm tree? Like, we're yeah, talking he, like a. He has, it, he has it in a, a bun, and it's styled like a palm tree. Oh got, my like, god. The hair, like, sticks out like the palm the palm leaves. He's <laughs> <laughs> about to go little coconuts on him. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. I think he looks horrendous. Well, I mean, to each their own. I mean, in reality, he could be the exact same way, except, I guess, like. I guess the only question was, was he chill with you being in the back of the car? Oh, that dude was silent. <laughs> that dude was silent. Well, like, my only me. word of advice for you with that situation, my guy, is enjoy the silence while it still lasts. Well, I ain't about to hear some silence, you know? I'm about to hear crowds cheering for me tomorrow. Exactly. There will be no silence. But I put this kid in a mat. That begs, that begs for the question. Uh, how was your, what was your anxiety like today, buddy? How'd it go uh, for you? Horrendous. Well, it was uh, pretty bad. You want to explain? You want to go more in depth? Yeah. Um, so, as you all may know beforehand, because uh, Tyler, before you, before I continue on, I also recorded a couple of strips in. This will be edited out before I ever say anything. Yeah. Uh, but I did, I did uh, add some strips of commentary for myself alone. Oh, that's so, good. You're like, that's you did your own recorder. That's good, man. So um, today, I mean, as you guys know, I am a locator for Vanguard, and uh, my job can be hard sometimes. Sometimes it can be easy. It, it just depends on the day, I guess. Just how just how it is some days. Uh, so, in where I live, I I live in the southern part of the state, and there's really not much traffic, and the only traffic you really have to worry about is uh, tractors, yeah, and combines, and you know shit going slow, and that's you nothing. got you ever seen them with the big old wide headers <laughs> take the whole road? It's like man. I live in southern, you know, Minnesota, so... And I live in central Missouri. So, we, me and you both know... Me and you both know how bad that can get. Oh, yeah. Especially during harvest season. You ever oh, seen that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but no, I... The other day, I went drove from... Main Cato, Minnesota, to Duluth, which was fine. I mean, there was nothing really wrong about it, but today... Uh, I got loaded with uh, what we call tickets. Yeah. And tickets are basically like you you look <coughs> at like for instance you go into like a board for like a manufacturing job and you see like all your stuff you have to do. That's yep. technically what we have. Uh, so it's it's kind of complicated in that type of sense. But um, I was drowning today. It was really bad. Um, it was literally just two people in Duluth today. Literally just two people. And we got completely bum-rushed by about 40 tickets each. Yikes. So, 
we and they were all due on the same day and we were already behind schedule by about two days so i've been working i've been up since about four o'clock this morning working and trying to get everything ready and it's just it's it's hard (laughs) it was hard and (coughs) i had a nervous breakdown on the side of the road i almost got hit and uh just because you were really stressed out or uh yeah i was really stressed out uh just because of work and then i had some other issues that came about which was which i'm not going to go into full detail about because that should be the least of my worries but it was about my crazy ex that should not be in this podcast at all but we 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 will not be talking about that it's all good we'll save that topic for a later day (laughs) i know this is just this is just an intro from us to our viewers but uh yeah that's that's how my day it went and um i guess how i handled it was a ton of caffeine (laughs) i mean hey man liquid cocaine will get you through anything man (laughs) (laughs) oh shit so I guess with that being said though, I mean what's what is the easiest way for you to not think about depression? Depression, anxiety, you know, well, all that. I don't I don't really have a process, you know, cuz my depression is <coughs> excuse me guys. Um my depression is where I'm happy on the outside, you know, like a shell, but on the inside, it's it's just pain. Like I'm lost on the inside. I'm I'm like a boy stuck in a maze, kind of kind of feeling. And imagine that beat the lot, feeling lost with like a, three cars stacked on top of your shoulders, you know. And that may just because I'm in high school or just stuff I've been through and still affects me you know so that's that's kind of mine but i don't have a process i don't have a way i don't have you don't have a way to cope with it i don't i just kind of go through it you know like let it hit you and i think about why i'm getting sad i think about what's making me feel so down and i evaluate it you know i break it down and because to be honest you know for me, nothing's really, like, calmed that down for me. So, I don't really have a process. I just kind of go through it, you know? Gotta, like what Dory says, just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. And that could be dangerous in itself, though. I know, like, but I just don't really have a process. And it's, I mean, I'll, hopefully I can get one figured out soon. <laughs> it's I mean, just, when I was... At 17... At 17 years old, the weight room is probably like... A random call. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I, uh... Actually, give me one second. I'm gonna back and tell them, I'm sorry, I'm doing a podcast quick. You're good. And then uh, no, we'll, we'll get back to it. But being a 17-year-old with body dysmorphia, hit in the gym room is, like, the best thing I can do to cope. That's like that's the best way I can cope, and I feel like a lot of guys can relate to that. 
Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I can agree with you 110% on that. I look at myself every day in the mirror. Right? I, I know, look at myself like, every you ever, day. You ever hit that rock hard workout when you know it was intense? You pushed everything you got. You pushed yourself to the limit. And maybe you broke. You know, maybe you pushed yourself too far and now your body's in pain. <laughs> you can't move. Yes. But you go home and after you get, you know, do your protein shake, go to Starbucks, whatever you do, and you go home and you look in that mirror and you're like, that's me. What I'm doing right now, this is progress. Every day, every hour, every minute I put in a work to anything, that's me. And you look at yourself and you think, I can conquer anything. And your self-esteem shoots up. And then you look at yourself in more finer detail. You look at your pecs. You're like, they aren't defined enough. They're not big enough. Or you look at your shoulders. They're not same same thing. Like, a lot of it, it's just, that's just how I am. Like, I, I to me, my body's not perfect enough in its own aspect. And I try to make it perfect. So you're a perfectionist. In a lot of ways, yeah. I'm a perfectionist in a lot of things. So, I mean, I guess going back upon what you said about body dysmorphia, I mean, yeah, I understand that completely. I I go through it every day. I mean, except I have a way worse process than you. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you cope with the weight room? It's my way to cope. So... As you know, like, I have a really bad ankle. Really bad ankle. Yeah, that Achilles. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, I could easily go and scream, like, hey, I'm going out for a run and run, like, another five, six, seven miles. Easy. I could easily do that, you know, like, and then, like, one day I hit my personal record of, like, 13 miles, and ever since then I can't do that. And now I'm 23, I look myself in the mirror and I look at myself and I say, I'm skinny as hell. I can't gain weight. I literally can't. Like I had literally a medium pizza today, a medium full-size pizza today by myself. And I still don't see any weight gain. Like, obviously you're not going to see it within yeah, like, a, well, like a minute. <laughs> the best tip I can give for that, if you if you ever want to gain weight to anyone who's listening or even you, Jade, best way to gain weight if you're trying to is eat. Like, take whatever you eat now and times it by two. So let's say you eat 2,500 calories a day. You want to you ramp that up to like maybe 3,000, 3,500. So here's my question for you then. If you have a high metabolism, super... You got to eat, eat, eat. Listen That's all you can do. You just got to eat. When I was your age, I was eating double of what I was eating now. I know, but that's the only tip I can give. That's what got me. That's what got me to where I am. It's just eating. Hmm. But now, but now, what sucks is that when you're in school and you pursue sports that you love, right now I have to cut cut a lot of weight. And that means I'm eating upwards to maybe 500 to 1,000 calories a day. And it sucks. You're tired a lot. I know that feeling. Except it was forced. Not the sports. <laughs> Force yourself not to eat. Forced not for sports. <laughs> See, I can't do that. I'm a food person, man. 
I love my food. I'm not I'm not a fat so, but I love my food. I eat like a fat kid. I eat like I'm 500 pounds. See, I mean, I love food. What's your favorite place to go eat? What do you like? You fast food guy, you a dining guy, you a kind of guy. That's uh, Tyler, you know me well enough uh, to know my answer. I'm a, I'm a dining dude. Love dining in. I love, like, do you like obviously. Those, do you like those diner restaurants, like the old fashioned, or do you like Cracker Barrel or restaurants like that? Like, what's, mm. what's your go to dining place? My, I don't see. If I was to name my go-to dining place, um, no one would have ever heard of it. Uh, is it like American? Italian? It's Vietnamese. So is it a? Oh, like is it one of those? Is it like a hibachi, or sort of, or is that Mongolian? That's Mongolian. Okay. Uh, so for v- this this place, you know what? I'll name it. It's called Classic Saigon's uh, Restaurant. It's if you live in Minnesota, it's over by Egan, and I highly highly recommend this place this place is literally one of the best place to ever get food if you go there more than once and if you know if you look at the owner he will remember your order when you go there the second time i'm not even joking i've known this guy for over eight years do do they give you pretty good sized portions at a cheap price or do they give you like small portions for a big price (laughs) it's worth the money i uh i went there with a friend of mine about two months ago and I my bill came out to about $45 without the tip and within that $45 I had four egg rolls I had two fresh rolls I also had my plate of food and her plate of food and for only 45 and with rice with with you know the whole shebang I mean I if you're getting something hot and spicy I would just go for the water because sodas ain't going to help you, but that water definitely will. Oh, that, that place? That, that milk helps. My, lact- my, my lactose intolerant ass needs that milk. I want to eat something. I want to have something hot. You just need serious. that milk? It's you need that milk, Tyler? Yep, yep, yep. The best, <laughs> best way to get rid of that. Like, I mean, I'm a hot guy. I love hot food. I love Cajun food. That good old Southern food. Love Cajun food. I could... Oh, man. I love, you know... Anything, you know, shoot, why not? Cook, cook me up something. Look, Cajun. Good old Louisiana food. Oh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah, my grandpa cooks a lot of Cajun food. Like, he'll do, uh, he'll take habanero seeds or cayenne pepper. Oh, you like spice? Spice on spice. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, fast food, I'll only do fast food if I am at working. So, like, if I'm with Vanguard and I'm like driving and I'm not gonna sit at a dining restaurant, it takes too long. Yeah. I'm gonna hit up Topper's Pizza. I'm gonna hit up McDonald's. I'm gonna hit up Culver's. I'm gonna hit up Arby's, which, <laughs> if you're a guy like me, we Arby's, have meats. Arby's is not good. I'll be honest with you. Uh, me, I'm a Whataburger, Five Guys, or I'm a, or I like me some good old. Um, I'll be honest, I like me some good old Hardee's. Ooh. Like Hardee's or uh, 
uh, what's the other place? Wendy's. Wendy's, Hardee's, Whataburger, or Five Guys. One of those four places. That's my go-to. Uh, I have fish. not had Hardee's in like five years. But here's Has the thing. anything changed? Uh, here's the thing I hate about Hardee's in my area. I don't know if it's just a Missouri thing or if it's all across America. Here, if you can get a, a thing of four chicken strips for like 12 bucks. And they're tiny little chicken strips. They're not those big size, you know, like for twelve bucks. Yeah, crazy. Holy crap! I just get me a bacon burger, and it's like eight for the meal. But honestly, it's Hardee's has always been good. I love Hardee's. It's not. I haven't had that in five years. I can't do McDonald's, man. That shit way too greasy for me. I'll do a Wendy's. Wendy's is so good. I love to, I love to do Wendy's five dollar uh, uh, meal. Yes, I love Wendy's five dollar meal. That's like my go-to every time I go to Wendy's. That's a good place to gain some weight. I know it's cheap. It's cheap. <laughs> it's it ain't. Cheap it ain't. It's good. not expensive. It's cheap but good food. So are you? You? So I'm guessing by your answers, I'm guessing you're a fast food guy. No, <laughs> dining guy. I I am a, a takeout guy. Oh, a takeout guy. I love takeout food. <laughs> love <Okay>. takeout food. <laughs> okay. But takeout here can be pretty pricey sometimes. So I'll be honest. Takeout can be pretty pricey. Well, I mean, for me, I do stuff through Grubhub and through Uber Eats for takeout. We don't if have I'm Uber at a hotel. Eats. We only have a Grubhub. We don't got Uber Eats. So today I ordered a pizza from uh, Topper's Pizza over in Wisconsin. Never heard, since never I'm heard over of Topper's. Topper's good. Oh. Are, are, are they like New York City style pizza or are they, are they like Chicago style pizza? It's, it's New York style. Oh, man. And I got the hand-tossed crust pizza with so extra is it, cheese, is extra good? sauce. Okay, I gotta be honest. Is the sauce good? Sauce the sauce is the, the sauce. sauce is the important part of the Perfect. pizza. It's the important Perfect. part of the pizza. Oh, it has to be, though. Dude, because I'm tired of that, like, frozen pizza stuff. <laughs> There's, like, <laughs> no sauce on it. <laughs> but, like, oh I hate I hate going to, like, Domino's or, like, uh, anything like that. There's, like, no sauce. Oh, I don't know where you're getting your Domino's from, but the Domino's in where I live... That place can really bring out the sauce. Casey's they don't pizza. hold. Casey's pizza is really good. Uh, the single slice or the full pizza, though? Uh, six in the morning, I'm getting single slice. Breakfast or Breakfast. Regular... I will be right back, guys. I gotta go do something. If you... I'll be right back, man. Be right back. Hey. I'm going to end it and then I'll invite when text me back once when you get it, okay? Alright, I'm back. Welcome back. So, off the food topic now, Mr. Tyler. <laughs> yes, sir. An easy way for me to cope with depression, anxiety, bipolar, uh, 
like there's a couple ways I could teach you. Uh, one way for me to cope with it, as you know, is music. Uh, music is great. I love music. Music is my life. Uh, I've always done like I've always done like toxic trait. Not really toxic, but kind of in morale. But I've always shut people out. <laughs> that's how I coped. That's that's not healthy. I and know. Honestly, it's, I'll but tell it's you, just here's the it thing. It kills bud. people. When you go, when you grow up and deal with people who, you know, take the last bit of trust you have and care and love for the world, and you know, go behind your back and shatter that. It's kind of hard to reach out to people. It becomes really hard. I know. Trust me, I know. I've been there. One of the easiest things, though, for me, when I when I went to therapy, I was taught this. It was to write how I'm feeling for the day. If I if, write just anything, like anything. So, like, for instance, today for me would be I got I my anxiety rose to a new level because of work. Okay, write five negatives about that and then write five positives about your day those positives will always outweigh the negatives so think of it like this Tyler you had to sit in the back seat with your ex-girlfriend right yeah okay write five negatives about how you felt about that so you felt like shit you felt like upset you were like bro it was just embarrassing because you know, don't cut my my car is basically stuck in Tennessee still, and it's you know I don't got a car right now, so asking for rides and rely on and relying on people, so it's embarrassing. Yeah, so there, right there, there's four. Now, name five positives. You're still alive. Yeah, thank God. You. You are still here on this earth. You are still breathing. You're still kicking. You have food on your plate. You have a, a roof over your head. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. You're about to win a match. We yeah, all I got, know you will. I got two matches tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to win them all. Let's just be real here. Like, you got this. I know you do. Scared though. But why are you scared? Uh, I've never played this weight class. You have trained for how long? Uh, since the start of what was it? September. September. Yeah. Yeah. So you should be able to get this. Most people would not be training that hard. Last night that really killed me. Or like tonight really killed me. Tell them what you did. Well, I had a long day of school, eight <laughs> hours, and, you know, after school, I, I, I do wrestling, by the way, guys. Um, we have, we had to run three miles, uh, your pace, and then it doesn't matter how long it takes you, but, I mean, they're not going to let you run for, like, an hour, so they kind of time you. They might, they, they might be like, well, all right, you got 30 minutes, go. Um, after that, it's mat time, which basically means we go back into the school and you get on the mat, find your sparring partner, and you do drills. Drills, 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 drills. 
you do drills until from after you get done running so it's about four o'clock because school ends at 3 15 and we're out there on like 3 30 you're in your rest you're, you're in your shorts and shirt and you run come in spar you know do your drills and we're done with practice around like 5 5 30 and by the time you're done your body is done but I thought it was funny and I felt like I needed to work so around what was it I'd say about 7.30 I went back out and I ran I ran to Lakeview which is my the park that's not far from my house it's about a mile away ran around Lakeview once which is a mile it's 1.1 miles so technically I ran 3.1 miles and then I ran all the way home so one mile there, one mile around, one mile back. And it was cold this time. It was cold tonight. It was maybe upper, I'd say, up, upper of lower 40s, I'd say. So like 43, 44. And that might not sound that cold. But when you're running and you're running against the wind and it's blown to the back of your throat every time you breathe, it really hits you. And that cold air gets into your lungs and then you feel it. It hits you. And then you get into my position where you got to think, it hurts. Do I keep going or do I let the pain catch up to me and do I give up? I'll be honest, I I had to stop a few times because the pain was so bad. And yeah, the, the mantra, keep going, is it's hard to live by sometimes because you stand there with pain and you think to yourself, can I really do this? Can I really break my limit? Can I keep going? But a lot of people listen to their body, listen to their body complain when it's under stress and pain. And not a lot of people can tell themselves to keep pushing, to tell your lungs to like, or control your breathing, like focus, focus on your your agility focus on your form and not a lot of people can do that and for me it was hard tonight it was really hard but that's 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 my sport right now thank you for sharing that man and it's tough uh, I'm glad I didn't do football this year because going transitioning from football to wrestling sucks I don't know if any other guys are out there that do that but going from a 10-game season uh, and going, you know, you have your body trained for, you bulked up, you're strong, you're all muscle, and you can sprint, but you don't got that long distance on you. You don't got that heavy endurance. Sure, you can probably play all four quarters and do, like, you can play 100% per play and you can switch on and off. But in wrestling... You go 100% the whole damn time. There is no breaks. And going from football to wrestling is the worst. I can I can vouch for anyone who does that. And I know your pain. And it, it sucks. Because you train your body one way. And then you have to train your body rapidly. It's a rapid change. And your body will give up on you if you're, if you're new to it. See, I did sports I did were soccer, football. Well, not football. I never did football. I did football. <laughs> I'm 
Maryland uh, soccer. Soccer, I did uh, basketball, I did track. I mean, I was a long endurance dude. Uh, you know, I hit my peak height at 6'2 when I was 15. Uh, I'm still growing right now. I'm at 6'2, 195. Yeah, shut up. One <laughs> <laughs> big boy. Uh, let's see here. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm full on endurance. Like, I don't know what I would be like if I didn't have endurance because, I mean, me being as lanky as I am, you know, it's it's kind of hard to get into any sport that you can really fit into well. I mean, basketball, yeah, you could, like, at 6'2", you could easily be a point guard, shooting guard, but you can't be anything else. Soccer, I mean, you can easily be any position, but you need to be quick, you need to be agile, and you need to be, like able to keep running um that's why i never did football because i mean if i was a wide receiver i think if someone tackled me i think i would have broken a rib <laughs> i don't know about you man but i'm a crazy kid and i love that contact you know and when I, during my football season i'd only be around like 210 pounds I, I, like i would bulk up a lot and when i played i played receiver halfback and those are my offensive positions but I barely ever played offense because our team we throw the ball like 10% of the time and we run 90% so as a receiver I got like maybe like last year my my uh my uh, stats were two receptions for like 22 yards not that impressive but if I were to go to like other teams yeah they throw like 60 like 70% of the time but defense I found my love for that that's where I really shined because I would me I play as a little offensive uh, not offensive Jesus um, outside linebacker where I played uh, safety and safety I shined in because I was the most I was the most athletic kid on defense um, if I saw that ball carrier I was an aggressive safety so that meant if I saw the ball carrier run to the outside I was an immediately booking to cut him off and wrap up and throw him down to the ground I wasn't that safety that kind of like I mean if I had to play zone then yeah I would but if I see it's a run play I'm booking it I'm full sprint I was that crazy crackhead who who would take hits like it was nothing and I'd get back up and go you know challenge people be like yeah hit me harder you know <laughs> I swear I have two brain cells from playing football no comment <laughs> uh, for me it was different I did defense to offense basically I was really aggressive defensively in basketball and um, the reason why I'm paraphrasing off of basketball is because well that was one sport that I fully did and I enjoyed loved it <clears throat> I was super defensive in basketball like completely I was stealing balls left and right getting blocks getting rebounds since the centers were so lazy they didn't want to do anything um, yep. I remember when I was like maybe 8th grade 
I started to become really offensive and, and just be a well-rounded guard. Um, I was maybe getting eight points a night at that point, and then like a couple steals, couple like a couple rebounds, getting some shots up there, you know, some yep. three-pointers. Then when I hit ninth grade, everything changed. <laughs> I was super I was super well-rounded. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I had to do. I had one mission, one mission only is to get as many assists, many as many points and as many rebounds as I possibly could get. And I think in ninth grade I had my first triple double. And that was like 15 points, 11 assists and 10 rebounds. You see basketball is not my thing. I don't know. I oh, basketball is my thing. I cannot shoot hoops. <laughs> Are you going to look like that one guy off of that one movie where he's like, hey. That's probably me. <laughs> That's probably me right there. Oh, yeah, I'm really good at baseball. I play uh, wrestling, football, and baseball. Those are the three sports I play. But you couldn't hit a baseball. <laughs> yeah, I mean baseball's not my I don't play I don't play baseball a whole lot. I only played like two years of baseball. And I kinda I just I didn't I played my freshman year and I played uh, like little league. Yeah, don't make fun of me. I played freshman year and I just did not like the high school coaches. Just total dick bags. Like they didn't care much about the players at all. All they, cared, all they cared about was wins, 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 wins. It was not about the players. And I hated that. In football, you the football coaches treated us like parents. I know that sounds weird, but like your coaches were your father figures. Those guys were family. They treated you like family. They fed us like family. They made sure we were okay. They made sure we had... They made sure, they made sure to like a lot, a lot of guys, let's say they didn't have a house to stay in, you know. Like one of us do to be like, hey, oh, you can stay with me, you know. We have that brotherhood, and that's what I. That's why I love about team sports. Yes, I know wrestling is not a team sport, <laughs> but you have guys there on the side that cheer you on. You know, I love the support of teammates. Just that brotherhood is what I got addicted to. I think that's kind of what led me into football in the first place as a kid. Because growing up, not getting that kind of attention and love and I think that's what I, I think that's why I fell in love with it. I'll be honest. I mean, that's the same thing with me in basketball, except I was the the guy who always got oddballed out. <laughs> uh, everyone cared about each other, and then there was me. I was always left behind. The outcast. Yeah, except I was the one who was leading the team in the wins. So I hated being the outcast when I played uh, when I first started doing wrestling. Because uh, a lot of those guys that I wrestle with, they've been doing wrestling since they were like kids, like younger than, like way younger than I started. I started wrestling in uh, seventh grade year. When I was in seventh grade, and I've been doing it ever since. This is my senior year now, so what, four, six years? And I've done football for uh, eight. I've done it since I was in fourth. Um. So you know. I, I just I love sports you know what can I say sports who doesn't is love sports I mean a lot of people don't 
but sports is, is my escape I'll be honest it's my escape from depression anxiety it's my escape because in football I can channel all that hate and anger I have on Friday night and push through somebody I can take it all out on somebody and I know it sounds messed up but I was a kid that wore black air forces on a football field I was that kid I had black for I had black air force energy on that football field <laughs> and then off the field you know it's it's school you know same with wrestling when you're off the mat it's school school comes school comes first <sighs> all right bud well did you use basketball as an escape as well or I used basketball to show everyone that I wasn't who I really was. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, basketball. And when I say I was the outcast, I literally mean I was the outcast. Like, no one cared about anything I did. Coaches didn't care, nothing. I remember in my 10th grade year, I had my career high points of, like, 35, 40 points, I believe, somewhere in that. I didn't get a triple-double, but I had my career high at that point. And, like, I was doing great. I remember going, like, five and, like, nine from the three-point line. And, like, I was just going crazy. And they gave the game ball to the small forward who did absolutely nothing. I, I was just like, okay keep that same energy when I go into college well little did I know that when in my junior year I get a college scholarship to a D1 college which I will not name um and you know like as soon as I got that everyone started loving me and everything like they finally thought I was they started to appraise you yeah, they started thinking, oh, he's the shit, you know, like, he's just this yeah. cool dude, because I got a, a scholarship, <laughs> and the the worst thing that happened was I, I tripped, hurt my ankle really bad off of a dude, I went up for a layup, dude came up from underneath me and basically sniped my ankle, um, landed on my ankle, yeah. Say. Landed on like, it. Was he like in the air with one foot and stepped on it, or was he like, or did he fall on it like his body? No. So what happened was I was in the air, and he was running at me. <clears throat> the team was down by like twenty-five. It wasn't even fourth quarter yet, and I went up for a layup because there was no one there, and he came up from behind, took out my ankle by literally shoulder to ankle, basically. Um, he, uh, basically walked over me, looked at me, laughed at me as I was getting stretchered basically out of the gym. That's, that is severe unsportsmanlike. I, I don't like people like that. Those guys deserve so much disrespect. He, uh, he got suspended. Sorry for the yawn. Uh, he got suspended two, three games, and I got my scholarship <laughs> taken away 
I could not play basketball anymore. Everyone hated me again. And then I... The star fell. I left. I left the school with my head pretty down. Uh, went to an online school where I graduated early and went to college for one year for business management. Um, I read. It sucks, but I'm living the life I have now and I can't stop it, so. Well, I'll be honest with you, bud. Um, it's just, you know, you're older than me. And, you know, um, and I'll be honest with you, man, I'm scared. Like, outside of high school, man, it's, it scares me. What scares you? I'm going to the military, man. What? I, yeah. I've, I've rejected two offers to play for Lindenwood University. I've rejected to play for Westminster. And because they wanted me to play football and I rejected both and uh, for wrestling NIU if anyone heard of that they've uh, I've tried contacting them I didn't get anything back so I'm not going to go to college for sports so I thought about joining the Navy and being a nuclear engineer uh, I'm taking the ASVAB uh, in December and I'll see where I go from there and right now but I'm just saying my uh, high school is not over yet, so I still have plenty of time to decide. But my goal right now that I'm look—I've been looking at—is go through Navy, put in some time as a nuclear engineer for them, be in a sub, and then after that, uh, not quit, but like leave the military and become a civilian again and make way more money as a civilian. I'll be making probably six figures maybe close to 180000 because I'll have top secret clearance. And a lot of new companies, they love to see that, that uh, like I already have the experience. I come in, they don't have to train me. They don't have to do jack shit. They can literally say, you're hired. You start like tomorrow. And I think, and also I'll have that. I'll have the Navy pay for my college because I don't. I, the only scholarship I'm going to get is uh, probably like academic. That's it. So, and that will be enough to pay for a four-year degree, man. And I don't want to be in debt. So, and my whole Navy is my whole not my whole Navy. <laughs> my whole family has done some form of commitment to the military. They've all they've done their part if that makes sense they've done something maybe not join but they've always everyone my family's done something for the military and my mom and my dad my mom was in the army my dad was in the navy and I don't know it sounds stupid but that's my plan well I wish you the best of luck in your career man well I just don't feel like being in debt that's what scares me the most I don't want to pay that off like I don't want to like go into a job with like 40,000 in debt in student loans yeah I guess that's true 
podcast or if I wanted to I could use my A plus scholarship if anyone's heard of that it's basically where it's a scholarship that pays off two full years of tuition it has to be in state it has to be in state school and it pays off two years of free tuition uh, to any trade school so any tech school pays off full two, full two years now I've already made that scholarship I've already done it and I, I've, I've, I've done, applied for it when I was a freshman and I completed it when I was a junior so I can use it to any trade school and go straight out of trade school and work as a nuclear operator I won't be a nuclear engineer that's the difference so I can, I, both positions make really good money both positions make really good money but I don't know I, I have two paths it's like a fork there's two paths on this road that I can take well my advice to you is pick whichever one you feel is best I don't know yet man I still got time to decide and I'll support you the entire way (laughs) as long as you don't call me an uber then I'll be okay (laughs) good little demonic laugh okay see how it is no but I will support you in any way shape or form and that goes to anybody out there too. If you guys are listening in and you guys are thinking about outside of like, if you guys are, if we got some kids like me that are listening in, um, take your time. Don't feel rushed. You still got plenty of time to decide what you want to do. Me, I have it figured out. I knew what I wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, but don't don't stress. You have plenty of time. Not many people know what they want to do until they're out of high school, like during college, like halfway into some, like halfway, like two years in, like oh yeah, I want to be a teacher. Um, you know, just don't feel rushed. Take your time. Uh, yeah, don't be like me and have two kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, if you're listening, wrap it before you tap it. Okay, just, just be careful. Be careful no i'm being serious a lot of colleges like harvard they don't accept people who have kids a lot of colleges are like that if you have a kid they won't accept you so just be like be careful and if you're doing college sports anything like that you can't have kids gotta stay away from that (coughs) excuse me guys yeah he has covid I know. <laughs> this COVID-20 is kicking my butt. <laughs> but. Dude, my lungs are still burning from earlier. I can tell. Well, I say we should cut it for a night. Uh, we still got two minutes. We'll, we'll run for another two minutes. You want to run for another two minutes? Yeah, sure. I, I got a lot off my chest. I pretty much told my whole life story in about 50 minutes. Yeah. Um, I, still, I still got plenty to talk about, and if our, I mean, dude, if, do we do we have a way to get feedback from my viewers? Yeah, as soon as we put this out. All right, if you guys have any questions, uh, we're new, we're a new podcast, so we're st- I'm still we're still trying to learn the reins of this. But if you guys have any feedback to anything we say, any questions, feel free to ask us. Feel free. Feel free to ask questions, comments, concerns. If you guys want to send voice messages over via the Anchor app. You can do that too. You will be able to contact me and then I can relay the message over to Tyler. Since Tyler is 
on his other well on the anchor app but yeah he doesn't have the the podcast on his profile but it would be on mine so the way we're what's happening is I am basically posting the podcast through my network because I've already had everything set up and everything else um, so that's why this is happening through this way but questions comments concerns if you guys want to you know reach out to me or Tyler if you want to ask questions feel free to do so I would love to hear what you guys have to say um, Tyler have anything to add everyone uh if you're uh honestly i'm still a kid fuck um yeah to anyone that's out there don't be shy to send us anything if you guys want us to talk about the topic if you guys have any ideas that we could talk about if like if you guys want to talk if you guys want to if you're interested in us talking about like today's stuff past stuff anything like that shit we're gonna talk about politics i don't care just give us some like ideas <laughs> Like, I'm being free. I'm going to talk about anything. That will be a heated topic. Well, we have to stay neutral. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk about both sides. I mean, we could, or I could fight you on every single thing. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, Mr. Dictator. You know what? You can just call me El Presidente. Okay. All right, <laughs> all right, people. Uh, well, this is me and Jaden's. Uh, life story we still got plenty more to talk about don't worry um, new series new episodes every week come out. we'll do every week or uh, we could do like uh, I don't know we'll we'll see we'll catch the feedback on this and see how many we should do every day every week all right Darn. let's give it let's give it like a week and a half and then we'll we'll see what happens all right man because I still have to edit this I still have to do yeah, all yeah, the yeah. cool stuff <laughs> That's a wrap. I got to finish finish some physics homework. (laughs) All right, man, you do that. I'm going to give a call back to the person who called me. Yeah, go do that. All right. Take it easy, See you guys. Thanks for listening. I know it was a short one today, but uh, it's supposed to be short because it's the first episode. Uh, This is going to be a first episode of multiple series that will be in this podcast. This podcast is meant for people who are dealing with the same depression, anxiety, bipolar that uh, me and Tyler are dealing with. So if you guys are wanting to or just wanting to air off something and wanted to say something and let it go and have us say it go right ahead um if that's easier for you guys if not then you know shoot a message video message anything we'll uh we'll gladly hear it out and listen to it and talk about it thanks guys